Hello, this is Pat from Winking Cat. For two years, we've had the pleasure of producing musical plays for young audiences via our podcast, Winking Cat Tales. But we know that grown-ups like good stories, too. So we've created a new podcast called Tales in the Air. Beginning next year, we'll be producing individual story episodes, limited series, and musical episodes featuring adaptations of classic tales as well as original stories. To give you a little preview of our Tales in the Air podcast and to celebrate this season of long shadows and blustery nights, we've decided to share our adaptation of a spooky little story by the American author Washington Irving. We've updated the setting to the present century, but kept all of the quirky and sinister twists and turns from the original plot. Unlike other tales from Winking Cat, this one is not for tender young ears. So put the kitties in the other room and enjoy the cautionary tale of Jeff Walker and Mr. B. If you've never been to the state of New Jersey, you may not know that in addition to the chemical plants, overcrowded beaches, and strip malls, there are large areas of wild and unpopulated land. One of those places is the Pine Barrens. It takes up about a million acres in the south-central part of the state. Early European settlers named it the Pine Barrens because the sandy, acidic soil made it almost impossible to grow crops there. But there may be another reason people choose not to live within the borders of the Pine Barrens, a creature called the Jersey Devil. The legend of the Jersey Devil began in 1735. A local midwife, Catherine Worthy, was called to a cabin in the Barrens owned by Eli Leeds. Eli's wife, Deborah, was in labor, delivering their 13th child. The moment the midwife entered the cabin, she was sickened by the smell of blood and bile. Deborah Leeds' wrists and ankles were lashed to the legs of the family's wooden supper table. She spat at the midwife. The Leeds' other 12 children were huddled in a heap in a corner of the room as Eli Leeds stood rigid against a far wall. His shirt was shredded his exposed arms covered in deep red scratches. Catherine walked to the end of the table nearest the hearth. She pulled a taper from her pouch and lit it in the fire. As Deborah writhed in ecstasy and agony on the table, the midwife held the burning candle between the woman's legs to see if the child's head might be crowning. She saw only blackness. Reluctantly, the midwife reached inside Deborah's vagina to gauge the baby's position. Ah! Suddenly, the poor midwife yanked her hand out of the void. The tip of her index finger had been bitten off. At that moment, Deborah Leeds let out a blood-curdling scream. A misshapen head sprang into the light, its bottomless black eyes wide open, and its mouth already filled with triangular shark-like teeth. The creature wriggled, snapping its thick 
drawers open and shut. Someone get me something to tie the head. The lead's oldest boy grabbed a canvas strap from the bed frame and handed it to the midwife. Catherine quickly wound the cloth around the neck of the creature just below the base of its skull. She braced her foot against the edge of the tabletop and yanked hard. With a gush of bloody fluid, the rest of the monstrous creature burst forth from Deborah's mangled body. Deborah fell lifeless on the table. Catherine reeled backwards, sprawling across the rough wood floor, the creature landing squarely in the center of her chest. The firelight revealed the full horror of the beast, each finger shaped like a bear's claw, webbed gray skin stretched from its wrist to its waist. A long, spiked tail extended from the end of its spine, waving like a whip in the air. Its black eyes turned red, reflecting the light from the fire. First, it glared hungrily at the lead's children, then focused on the helpless midwife splayed out beneath it. The thing made a strange sound like the sizzling of a drop of water on a hot pan. In a blur, the beast lunged at Catherine Worthy's neck and buried its teeth deep into her flesh. Her body convulsed, then collapsed, lifeless, back to the floor. Deep crimson blood oozed from between the creature's teeth as it released its grip and smiled. It paused for a moment, then sprang toward the fireplace. Flapping its wings, the monster flew up the chimney with the smoke and vanished into the night. As we begin our cautionary tale in 2003, crowds may cheer for the Jersey Devils every hockey season, but few of them are aware of the team's namesake creature, born centuries ago. Those who encountered this shape-shifting demon in one of its many forms are unaware that the devil still resides in the thick forests of fragrant pine. It waits patiently in the shadows for an unsuspecting, greedy, or foolhardy soul to wander by. Hello, Barbara. What do you want, Mrs. Solomon? Our temple is having a fundraising bake sale this weekend. I wanted to ask if you wouldn't mind donating one of your delicious pies like you did last year. A pie? Yes. Your pies are always so popular. <laughs> At the bakery, people pay $20 for one of my pies. I know. They're worth every penny. Mm -hmm. But this is for charity. I'll make you a deal, Mrs. Solomon. If you can keep your little yappy dog from taking a crap in our yard for a week, I'll donate a pie. Uh, yes, I, I think I can keep Elvis out of your yard. Fruit of custard. What? Oh, uh, a fruit is always nice. I'll have it ready Saturday morning, unless I see a turd by the fence. All right. Thank you. Mm. Good morning, Mr. Walker. Hi. I was just leaving. Bye. What did that old bitty want? A free pie. What are you doing? Loading the truck. Why? 
I'm going down to the barns to go fishing. Uh, you promised to fix the sink today. Not to mention change the oil in my car. I can do that when the weather's crap. But you don't. You don't do anything around here. You just always find some excuse to goof off every time you say you're going to help with the house. I work at a shit job all week. Mm. I deserve some time to do what I want to do on a Sunday without listening to you yabber in my ear the whole time. Oh. My. God. Is that a new fishing rod? Yeah. So what? I can't believe you spent money on a new fishing rod when we're so short this month. I needed a new rod. Yeah, you wanted a new rod. Every time you want something, you just get it. Every time I need something, I have to beg for it. Wah, wah, wah. You wonder why I want to go fishing. Oh, you're an ass, Jeff. Oh, tell me something I haven't heard before. If you got nothing else to say, I'm leaving. It's getting late. Oh, I got plenty to say. Open your damn window, Jeff. I'll call a plumber to do it, and I'll sell your autographed devil's jersey to pay for it. You're an asshole, Jeff! An asshole! You bastard! Made it. God, it's freaking hot already. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Shit! Especially for this time of year. Get me hot to death, man. You should let someone know you're there. I just did. Oh, what are you going to do? Give me a ticket or something? For what? This area of the park is off limits. I know it. Guilty as charged. I've been fishing in this pond since I was a kid. Whose stupid idea was it to close this part of the park off? Yours? Park access is not within my purview. You're not a park ranger? Are you a cop? No, not a cop. The, why are you here in the middle of nowhere? Wearing a suit, for Christ's sake. You FBI? No. You didn't come to the pond to go fishing. What are you doing here? Ah, but you're wrong. I did come here to go fishing, in a way. Oh, that's stupid. Where's your gear? What do you want? Is that a new fishing rod? So that's it. You wait here to rob people. Just so you know, I have a gutting knife in my tackle box. <laughs> Your knife will not be necessary. I have no intention of robbing you or anyone else. As a matter of fact, I could put money into your pockets. Money? Yes, a significant amount. Is this some kind of prank? I mean, do you wait out here in your suit so you can ambush people and get them to sign up for Amway or something? <laughs> no, definitely not. I live nearby. I like wandering along the old trails. What kind of fish do you usually catch in this pond? Perch? Sunfish, maybe? Ah. I usually fish for people like you, Jeff. I never told you my name. <laughs> Lucky guess. You're right about one thing. I am a man of business, and I am going to make a business offer to you. Ha! I figured as much. It's not what you think. This is a legit, guaranteed profit-making bonanza. I just need someone to front the operation. You are the perfect man, if you want the money. What do you mean? The perfect man. You're familiar with this part of New Jersey. You're physically capable of doing some of the hard work. 
and your presence here at this pond in a restricted area of the park indicates that you have no qualms about bending the rules. I don't get it. Let me explain. How much do you know about the history of this part of New Jersey? It was a colony. Now it's a state. What's to know? Have you ever read about pirates? You mean like Johnny Depp? Sort of. But real ones. A little. Mm. The coastline of New Jersey is very unique, Jeff, full of secret inlets. Plus, it is perfectly situated between the rich trade routes of the Caribbean and the busy trading city of New York. Many years ago, pirates like William Kidd used the secluded waterways along the coast here to hide their loot when they sailed north to conduct business with some of the shadier bankers in New York. I'd estimate there are millions of dollars in gold doubloons, silver bars and ingots, jewels, and so on, only ten miles or so from where we're standing. That's crazy. Not really. It made perfect sense for Kid to hide his treasure here. Unfortunately, he was captured and hanged before he could spend it all. Unfortunate for him, but fortunate for us. You're saying there's... Like chests of pirate gold just waiting out there to be dug up? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. There is one problem, however, that is making retrieval a little more urgent. What's the problem? Global warming. The climate is getting hotter. The polar ice caps are melting and the oceans are swallowing up more and more coastline every year. Soon all that pirate gold will be beneath a fathom of salt water. Whoever wants to dig it up will have a devil of a time getting to it. <laughs> no pun intended. You're telling me you know where the treasure is buried? Exactly. Why are you telling me all this? Like I told you, I think you're the perfect man to dig up the treasure for me. Why not just dig it up yourself? Someone who digs up millions in old pirate treasure will attract a lot of attention. I prefer to keep a very low profile. I need a front man. Besides, I don't exactly want to spend the money. I have more than I need. The money would be yours to spend. Minus taxes, of course. This all sounds like a bunch of BS. You don't believe me? No. You played shortstop in high school, Jeff? How did you know that? Catch! What the hell is this? A Spanish doubloon. 22 carats solid gold. Just to show that my offer is serious. Keep it. Verify it. Just don't show it to any legal authorities. They'd start asking you where you got it. This is gold? Think about my offer. If you choose to accept, meet me back here on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. and I'll give you all the details. Meanwhile, go home. Take the wife out for a nice fish dinner since you won't be bringing home any fish today. Who says? It's getting too hot. And your new rod just fell into the pond. What? Holy freaking... Got it! Hey! Hey, where'd you go? Hey! Creepy Chuck! Where are you? Where did you go? Hey! You can bet I'm gonna check this coin out! You hear me? Creep. It's getting hot. You can have your pawn back, weirdo. Get out of the kitchen, Jeff. I have to bake a pie. In a minute. Now. 
I want to get this done before it gets too late. Why didn't you just bring a pie from work? Because we always sell out on Fridays. Plus, it has to be fresh for tomorrow. Would you stop playing with that thing? What is that anyway? A genuine 250-year-old Spanish gold doubloon. A what? Did you say gold? Yep. 100% 22-carat pure gold. I had it verified at the pawn shop. What's something like that worth? The guy said it was worth about 100 bucks. Oh, probably more than that. Those pawnbrokers always lie and try to cheat you. Where did you get that? My favorite fishing spot in the Barrens last Sunday. This weird guy gave it to me. Okay, wait, okay. Some guy in the middle of the forest gave you a solid gold coin a week ago, and you didn't think you should tell me about it? It's a long story. The guy was spooky. He wanted to hire me to do a job for him and gave me this in advance. I don't think I'm going to do it. Oh, why not? I don't trust him. There's something I don't know about this guy. He was wearing a suit on a Sunday morning in the middle of the Pine Barrens. Oh, well, maybe he just came from church. Not this guy. With the vibes he was giving off, I think he'd burst into flames if he ever went into a church. I don't trust him. The man gave you a solid gold coin on spec, and you don't trust him? No, I don't. What was the job? You're going to laugh. He wanted me to dig up some buried treasure for him. Buried treasure? Yeah. Piles of gold coins like the one you have in your hand? Yeah. (laughs) It seems to me like he might be telling the truth. You're an idiot if you turn him down. That kind of job could make us rich, Jeff. Or dead. I've made up my mind. Oh, you are such a lazy ass. Somebody could throw a bankload of money at your feet, and you'd be too scared and lazy to pick it up. I'm not doing it. I'm never going back to that pond again. You're a fool. Now get out of my way. I gotta bake a pie for Mrs. Solomon's damn bake sale tomorrow. What about dinner? Why don't you take your gold coin out and buy a $100 pizza? Or $100 worth of beer? (sighs) Have fun making your pie. I just might. God, what a coward. Someone needs to take risks in this house if we're going to get ahead. Barb! Barbara! Answer the door. Barb! Someone's at the door. Just a minute. Put my pants on. Good morning, Mr. Walker. It was. What's the problem? I'm here to pick up the pie. What pie? Barbara promised to donate a pie for the Temple Bake Sale today if Elvis kept his business on my side of the fence this week. Elvis didn't so much as piddle on one of your bushes all week, so I'm here to pick up the pie. Barbara drove off so early, I thought she must have just left it here for me to pick up. Her car's gone. Oh, yes. I I saw her leaving when I took Elvis out this morning. She seemed to be in a hurry. I hope nothing's wrong. I'll check for the pie. Stay here. 
Where the hell did she go? She never gets up that early on a Saturday. Nah, she wouldn't go there. She hasn't been there since we were dating and she pretended to like to go fishing. She made a pie, but where is it? Barbara's not that crazy. Yeah, she is. Oh, shit. Stupid, stupid, stupid bitch. She doesn't know what that guy's like. Mrs. Solomon, I don't know what to tell you. She made the pie, she took the pie, and I gotta get dressed and go somewhere. But, but, I, I, and, leash. There's her car. Barb, you idiot. You have no idea what you're getting into. Ah, there's the man. Nice to see you again, Jeff. Where's my wife? Oh, she's close by. She'll be back in a moment. You didn't tell me she was such a good cook. I decided to have a picnic since she brought the dessert. Do you want some stew? What? Here, have a bowl of stew while we discuss business. Yeah, I decided I don't want to do your little treasure hunt. Really? Barbara was very keen on the idea. She was even willing to do it without you. She said you needed the money. We do. But everyone needs money, right? Then what's the problem? You do this little task for me, and you can have more money in a week than you could earn in a lifetime. It's not illegal. It's not risky. Just enough money to change your life for the better. It's not illegal. No. I even have a lawyer friend who will make sure of that. Like I told you at our previous meeting, my goal is not to attract too much attention to myself. Committing a crime attracts attention. And all you want me to do is to dig up some old pirate treasure. That's the first part of the job. Then I want you to use some of the money to start a business. But the lawyer would help you with all of that. What kind of business? Strictly above board, regular hours, nice clothes, prestige. And it's all legal? Very. How's your stew? Hot. Tastes good. (laughs) Save some room for pie. Where did Barbara go? She'll be back in a minute, I'm sure. So, do we have a deal? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Let's shake on it, shall we? Right. You might want to wrap your hand in something clean. What did you do to me? When the swelling goes down, you'll find a perfect imprint of the central portion of the New Jersey coastline in the palm of your hand. (laughs) I put a little X on the place you'll need to dig to find the treasure. It should be readable by Tuesday morning. You'll need a boat. I suggest finding one to rent somewhere near Great Bay. That way you won't have to take it too far. Who... What are you? My name is Belial. Look it up if you're curious enough. But no me need to be too formal. Just call me Mr. B. (laughs) The point is you and I now have an official agreement. I'll hold up my part of the bargain if you hold up yours. If you don't, there will be consequences. 
Do you understand? Yes. You'll need a little help to get all the treasure. Barbara tried to convince me she could do it alone. I think she misunderstood the physical requirements. I tried to convince her, but she was annoyingly stubborn. Still, I felt she should at least have the opportunity to help you with the job. What are you doing? Get your hand out of that stew! It's boiling hot! So thoughtful of you to be concerned. Not to worry. I just have to get something special out of this pot. Ah, got it. What is that? Barbara's heart. I told you she hadn't gone far. At least, (laughs) part of her hadn't. Barb was in the stew? Yes. Delicious, wasn't she? (coughs) This will just take a moment. Let's see how good my throwing arm is. Stop vomiting and watch. You'll want to see this. It's one of my best tricks. There she is, as beautiful as she was on her wedding day. That's not Barb. That thing is something else. Mm, It's her eyes, isn't it? I can never seem to get the eyes right. The pupils never turn out right. She has no pupils. Her eyes are just black. Nevertheless, they function and allow me to see everything she does. So don't do anything stupid, Jeff. I already did. Don't make me angry, Jeff. I keep my promises for good or ill. Take your wife and go home. You may want to put a shirt on her in case you get pulled over. Having a naked woman in the car might look suspicious. By the way, she can't talk, so she won't be able to help with any explanations. Doesn't talk at all? It'll be a nice change, huh? You can thank me later. I'll take care of her car. Claim it was stolen. Get some insurance money for it. It will never be found. Have a nice day at the beach on Tuesday. Don't forget your sunscreen. You don't want to get burned. Finally. About time you got here. What's the problem? I got a boat out. Two and a half hours overdue. They just clowning around or you think they're in trouble? I don't know. The Coast Guard should handle this, not us. That's the thing. There was something weird about these two. (laughs) What do you mean weird? They come in here asking to rent one of my big skiffs for the day. I tell him he has to be back by 3.30. He says okay and tries to pay me with some big coin or something. A coin? Yeah, a big gold coin. I tell him I don't take coins, gold or otherwise, and he should use a credit card like anyone else. You get the name on the credit card? Yeah. I got the receipt in my office. Jeffrey something. Anyway, the guy has his wife with him. She was really creepy. Made my skin crawl. Didn't say a word the whole time. I held out my hand to help her into the boat, and it was cold. Like limp? No, like a dead fish. She wore sunglasses the whole time, too. At 8.30 in the morning, she was wearing sunglasses. Who does that? Maybe she's gotten an eye thing. An eye thing? Come on. 
All I know is that they both gave me the heebie-jeebies. Add a bunch of shovels and ropes and a pickaxe with them? Wouldn't tell me where they were going. How late did you say they are? Two hours overdue. Maybe we should call the Coast Guard. Unless they stole the boat, there's no crime here. Wait a minute. That's them. That's my skiff. The one coming this way. Yeah. Holy shit, that thing's riding low in the water. I wonder if they hit something. You put a hole in my boat and you lose your deposit. The boat's fine. Just a lot of weight. I didn't want to push the engine too hard. Here, grab this line and help me tie her up. Is that the wife in the back of the boat? Probably. I see what he was talking about. She's giving me some creepy vibes, too. That's too much weight for this boat. Sorry. I didn't know how much we'd find. Will this help? What is this? A solid bar of 100% silver. Watch out, it's heavy. Jesus Christ! Oh good, you call the police. Hey, officers! You might want to get some more police down here and maybe some up from the county? We'll need some protection. Hey, what do you have in there? Pirate treasure. A bunch of it. Someone will need to book it in and make it official. You guys will also need to make sure none of it goes missing in the process. And keep any nosy idiots at a distance. I'll call it in. They are not gonna believe this. I gotta call the paper. I'm gonna need to get a lot more boats when people find out there's treasure out there. Hey, officer, could you help me get some of these big bars off the boat so he doesn't sink? Sure. We can just stack them up on the pier. Your wife need help getting out of the boat? Uh, no, I'll help her get out. Time to get out, sweetheart. Go stand on the pier. Can you take one of these sacks? Yeah, sure. Oh, holy shit, that's heavy. What's in here? Gold coins. Hundreds of them. <laughs> Man, you're a lucky bastard. You're gonna be a millionaire. That was the plan. What a haul. Whew. I called the station. They're sending out another car and someone from Fish and Wildlife. Fish and Wildlife? This guy didn't catch no fish out there. Goldfish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, missus, be careful out there. The dock's a little rotten at that end. Is your wife okay? Oh, she's been depressed lately. I hope this would cheer her up. It sure would cheer me up, I tell you. Bar, honey, you want to bring that bar of silver back here so we can count it? How many of them do you think there are? 80, 90, between that, the gold. Oh, there's a couple of bags of jewelry, too. Holy God! Where'd she go? Hold my gun. She jumped. She just smiled and jumped. I saw her. Call 911. Yeah, right away. Goodbye, Barbara. You see anything? No. It's freaking muddy and dark over here. I can't see a thing. Any bubbles? Uh, no. It's got to be 20 feet at this pot. She's still holding on to that silver bar. She'll sink right to the bottom. I can't, I can't look too much longer. The water's freezing. Did you find her? No. I'm not a very good swimmer, but, but I can help. No, Mr... Uh, uh, Walker. Mr. Walker. Let's just sit here. EMTs and water rescue should be here any minute. Ayers! You should get out of the water. They're going to have to rescue you, too. Shit! <coughs> she must have gone straight down like a rock. I didn't feel anything down there. I'm sorry, sir. There was just nothing to grab onto. It's my fault. I knew she wasn't herself. I shouldn't have let her out of my sight. They might still find her. Uh, maybe she swam up on one of those sandbars. Oh, I'll keep hoping. I brought a blanket for the officer. Thanks, man. 
I don't understand how someone could be depressed when they just struck it rich. You'd be surprised. Makes no sense having you wait here, Mr. Walker. The dive team will keep looking. We've got your contact info. We'll let you know if we find anything. Thank you. I wouldn't get my hopes up too high, though. The diver said the current was pretty strong down there because of the high tide this evening. I understand. Jeff Walker? Yeah. I'm Simon Navarro. I'm not talking to any more reporters. I'm not a reporter. I'm a lawyer. Here's my card. A lawyer? Yes. I believe we have a business associate in common. A business associate? Yes. I'd say a friend, but we both know he's not that. Oh. I'm here to help you navigate the path ahead. First, we have to deal with your late wife's estate. Did she have life insurance? No. Good. Then we don't have to worry about any disputes about her apparent suicide. Second, you have to settle with the state of New Jersey and the IRS to see how much money they'll let you keep from your discovery. Great. And of course, you'll donate a nice amount to the local children's hospital and 9-11 Families Fund to show that you're a great guy. <laughs> Look, anything left for me? Of course. I'll see to that. You'll have enough for a nice spending spree, a new truck, and enough for the capital you need to start your own mortgage company. What the hell do I know about running a mortgage company? Nothing, I assume. That's why Mr. B sent me. You just put your name on the stationery and collect the profits. What does he get out of it? To be honest, I'm not sure. Yet. I'm like you. I made a deal with the old devil. In return, I pay him back by helping you. I'm not privy to his long-term plans. The cop was right about you going home. You look beat. That's good. It makes it seem like you cared about your wife. I did. I do. Nah, you'll get over it, I'm sure. I'll get started on renting some safe deposit boxes and getting your treasure safely put away. We'll negotiate with the IRS and the others tomorrow. You fish, Mr. Navarro? No. I play golf. Oh. We'll be in touch. Walker Mortgage, how can I direct your call? One moment, please. Can I help you? I'm here for the receptionist position. Oh, then you must be Pam. Or do you prefer Pamela? Pam is great. I prefer Pam. Good. We're glad to have you join us here. You came highly recommended. I am a very focused worker. You can call me Angie. We're not very formal here, at least not with each other. It's been a very busy summer. Lots of mortgages to process with all the new lower interest rates. People are buying houses right and left. How long have you been working here? Since we opened just over four years ago, the company's grown a lot. This town's grown a lot. I lived here my whole life and have never seen so many new apartments going up. And condos. Well, that's why you're here. We definitely have our hands full. I'm glad I can help. Let me take you upstairs and introduce you to Mr. Walker. We have to grab him while he's in the office. Most days he's out on his boat or somewhere else. 
Must be nice to be the boss, huh? Yes, nice. But he's always in the office on Fridays. He has a meeting every Friday with Mr. Navarro. You'll get to know him, too. Nice man. Very proper. He's a lawyer. He always seems a little sad, though. I don't know why. That's too bad. Anyway, we have some time before Navarro shows up. I'll take you upstairs. Come in. Pardon me, Mr. Walker. I thought you might want to meet our new receptionist, Pam McGinty. Hello. Hi. So you're the new face of Walker Mortgage. Well, the voice, at least. Um, since I'll be answering the phones. <laughs> Clever. Quick on your feet. Thank you, Angie. Okay. I'll be downstairs processing applications. That's a nice sweater. Have a seat. Thank you. As you can see, we're pretty busy around here. Yes, I was just saying to Angie, um, Mrs. Vogelson, how many new houses and apartments are being built in town? Uh, are, you, are you from around here? Uh, yes, almost all my life. I did live in New York for a little bit right before 9-11. I wanted to be a dancer, but it was pretty crappy timing on my part. 9-11 happened and all the theaters closed down. So, you're a dancer. I wanted to be. I wasn't good enough to be professional, and I had some... B bad experiences, so I decided to move back here. Are you married? Mr. Walker, you're not really allowed to ask me that. Pam, you're already hired. It won't affect your employment. I was just trying to make conversation. Oh, well then, no, I'm not. I live with my parents for now. But I want to get my own condo or a townhouse or something when I can save up a down payment. I always wanted to own my own place. Maybe open a gelato shop someday. Then you don't want to be a receptionist. Yes, I, I do. I mean, for now. I just have a dream for someday, you know, like everyone does. I really need this job, Mr. Walker. I, I get it. Don't worry. You know we're okaying mortgages with zero down payments right now. Your parents could vouch for you and we could set you up with a good rate. Why don't you talk to Carlo when you break? I'll give him a heads up and let him know. Thank you, Mr. Walker. If we can't help our own people, Pam, who can we help? That's a beautiful painting by the window. Yes, uh, I commissioned it. It's the part of the coast where I found some buried treasure. I wanted to remember it. Oh, my lord. Oh, excuse me for swearing. You're that guy? I read about you years ago. All that money you found and your wife... Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. It must be so painful for you. Like you said, it was years ago. Water under the bridge. Angie must be eager for you to start downstairs. I'm so sorry. I never know when to stop talking. Uh, are you crying? Oh, there's no need for that. Here, have a Kleenex. Thank you. Excuse me, am I... Interrupting something? No. Uh, meet our new receptionist, Pam. Nice to meet you. I'm Simon Navarro. Oh, yes. Nice to meet you. Angie told me about you, that you come every Friday. Oh, come here to the office. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I better go downstairs. She's young. And attractive. I noticed. Hmm. Nice sweater. Yeah, I noticed. I got the file ready for you. I still don't understand why he wants a list of all the people who are behind on their mortgages every week. 
I don't understand either. I just deliver the list. I don't ask why. Asking what he does with the names would not be a wise thing to do. Take it from me. The list keeps getting longer. Walker Mortgage is going to start losing money soon. Maybe. Maybe things will start turning around. Who knows? I don't have a crystal ball. Mm, I bet he does. You know there's a theory that the present, the past, and the future all exist simultaneously somewhere in space. He probably knows how to tap into that. Maybe. One thing I can tell you is that he seems excited about something. Shit's going to hit the fan somewhere soon. See you next week. Actually, you won't. He hasn't said it directly, but I think my usefulness is over. Then you're free. Hardly. More likely I'm a dead man walking. Don't know where or when it will happen, but I believe it'll be soon. After that, I know exactly where I'll be going. Kind of takes the pressure off things, you know? Does that mean he's, he's done with me too? No. If he were finished with you, you would feel it. It just means he'll be collecting the files personally every Friday from now on. Great. I didn't think he could leave the Pine Barrens. He can. When he wants to. For something special. He spends a lot of time in Atlantic City these days. I'd avoid that town if I were you. Good luck. It's been nice meeting you. Um, can you do one last thing for me? Can you make a will for me? Sure. Email me the specifics and I'll draft one up. I'll send a copy to you, then you just need to get it notarized. You can do that without me. Sooner than later would be best. Yeah. Enjoy your last week of freedom. At least your last week free of Mr. B. By the way, is your mortgage all paid off? Yes. That's probably a good thing. Here is the list of customers behind on their payments. It's a pretty thick file. How are you doing? Not good. If we want to stay in business, we have to let some people go or cut some hours. Do what you got to do. Mr. Walker, that man is here. Bring him upstairs. Would you mind, Angie? It always feels like there's bugs crawling up my legs when he follows me up the stairs. I'll do it. But just because I'm older doesn't mean he makes me feel any less uncomfortable. I owe you one. <sighs> Who is this man, Mr. Walker? He's been coming here every Friday for three months now, and after he leaves, you're so tired and depressed. Is he a friend of yours? Mm. I guess you could say he's an investor. I feel like there's something very evil about him. I dated someone like him once when I was trying to get into show business. So cold, so selfish. It took a lot of strength and trust in the Lord to free myself from him. If you like, I can give you a list of some Bible verses that help me. No, thanks. Oh, I'm sorry, I overstepped. Don't apologize. You're not wrong. I just think that ship has sailed for me. It's never too late for redemption, Mr. Walker. Jeff. Mr. B is here to see you, Mr. Walker. Thank you, Angie. 
You and Pam can go back downstairs. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Pam should stay. We might need someone to take notes. I don't think that's necessary. Pam, Angie, you can both leave. So, have you bedded the young one yet? Bedded? Ah, (laughs) I guess I'm showing my age. Never mind. I'm sure you'll seize the opportunity when it presents itself. Fruit is always sweeter when you let it ripen on the vine. Here's your list. I assume that's what you came for. Lovely. It's getting longer every time. Very nice. What do you need these names for, anyway? Jeff, you of all people should know how much I love fishing. And desperate people are always easier to hook. What do you do to them? I don't do anything to them. I just give them some options that are advantageous to me as well as to them. Like you did for me. Sort of. Well, lots of names to follow up on, places to go, people to coerce. (laughs) I'll be going and I'll make sure to say my goodbyes to Pamela on the way out. The Philadelphia Eagles have put another six points on the board with this touchdown pass from McNabb to Westbrook. The fans here at the link are having something to be thankful for this Thanksgiving day. Westbrook already has two rushing touchdowns in the game. He's on fire today. Looks like a pretty one-sided game at this point. The Cardinals just can't keep control of the ball, Jim. Warner has thrown two interceptions, and the game is still in the first half. Cardinals get the ball at their 30-yard line. Let's see if Warner and Fitzgerald can get something going on this drive. We'll be right back after this commercial. Who the hell? Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Walker. Pam? How did you find out where I lived? I looked at Angie's computer and found your contact information. I'm sorry to just show up like this, but she mentioned that you probably would be spending Thanksgiving alone. That's just not healthy. I brought you a pie. (laughs) My God. (laughs) A pie. Is there something wrong? I I wasn't sure if you'd prefer pumpkin or apple, so I made lemon meringue. Everyone usually likes lemon meringue. Come in. Thank you. It's a little chilly. You have a lovely home. Thanks. You can put the pie on the counter. I brought you something else, too. A Bible? It's mine. I marked some special passages that I thought would be helpful to you. I know. He can help you if you just trust in the Lord's grace and give him a chance. If you really care about relieving my stress, Pam, you're a very attractive young woman. I can't do that, Mr. Walker. It's not right. You're my boss. We're not in my office. This is neutral ground. You're the one who came to my house. I thought you were eager to help me. To ease the pain in your soul, not your body? I don't know why I even tried. You have no compassion. You even had Angie cut back my hours. That was her decision. She's the office manager, not me. How am I supposed to pay my mortgage? My interest rates just went up. A lot. I need those hours. That's the real reason you and your pie came all the way out here. Good to know it was nothing personal. I always believe saving a lost soul is personal. 
But even I can't help you if you only want to roll in the mud. You were right. You're beyond redemption. Even if you refuse to help yourself, I'll pray for you. Here's the list for this week. He seems to be running a little late today. Maybe he's not coming. I wouldn't count on that. One can hope. What does he do with this list? Why are you asking? Look whose name is at the top. Pam. She's missed three payments. I couldn't ignore it. Use the company checkbook. Write a check for the back payments and record them as paid up in full. You're pegging her mortgage? Yes. Just write the check and sign my name to it. Like you always do. Then redo the list without her name on it. Quick, Angie. Her name can't be on this list. It can't. Send Pam up here. I need to talk to her before he gets here. Yes, sir. You wanted to see me, Mr. Walker? Yeah. Um, Pam, your name is on the list. I told you months ago, with the cut in my hours, I'd have trouble making my mortgage payments. I prayed on it, and I have faith I'll find another way to make up for my missing payments and get back on track. I just need more time. There is no time. Your name is on the list. It's just a list. You have no idea. I just told Angie to have the company make the missing payments for you. Out of the goodness of your heart, I suppose. What do you want in return? Another pie? No. I'm firing you. Firing me? Yeah. Effective immediately. You need to leave before he gets here. I don't want you to forget this. My Bible? Is this because I wouldn't sleep with you? That's so typical. You're just another sleazeball boss like all the rest of them. Do what I tell you. Take your Bible and get out quickly before... Fine. I'm leaving. <gasps> there was no one at the reception desk, so I decided to walk up unannounced. I hope I'm not the reason you're leaving. Sorry. I couldn't help but eavesdrop a little. Sounded like a spirited conversation. I don't want to intrude too much. Just give me the list and I'll be on my way. It's not ready. It's on your desk. Shut up, Pam. Don't tell me to shut up. The lady disagrees. Th there's a mistake in it. I'm having Angie type up another one. I can't imagine Angie making an error. She's very efficient. Let's take a look, shall we? Well, well. Miss McGinty, your name is at the top of the list. How pleasant that we'll have a reason to see more of each other. You won't see me around here anymore. I've been fired. Oh, too bad. You know, I have several projects that could use a bright and lovely young lady like yourself. And the compensation is much better than here. Why don't you put that book down and I'll treat you to a nice lunch to discuss some opportunities that will take the best advantage of your talents. Mr. Walker doesn't want my Bible. I'm taking it with me. If you want to come to lunch with me, you'll have to leave it here for a while. No. The Bible? 
You're afraid of the Bible? <laughs> oh, for years I've been wondering what your weak spot is. <laughs> to think it's just a book. Miss McGinty, put the book down. No. Jeff, take the book away from her and throw it out the window. <laughs> you can't even touch it, can you? You don't even want to be in the same room with it. If you won't get it away from her, I'll take you with me instead. You're mine, Jeff. I command you to come with me now. No. Pam. Pam. Throw me the Bible. No. Help me. Throw me the Bible, Pam. Hurry. I tried to save your soul, but all you wanted was sex. One more step closer. Throw me the Bible, you bitch. Go to hell. Pam? What happened? Gas line explosion, fluke lightning strike, a small meteorite. No one could agree what caused the freak explosion at Walker Mortgage. Pam spent a night in the hospital for observation. Jeff Walker's charred remains took two weeks to identify. They were found two miles away. Mr. B's remains were, understandably, never found. If you take a trip to the Jersey Shore, keep your eyes on the sand. There may be some pirate treasure churned up by the rising sea. Oh, and be sure to visit the small town of Stone Harbor while you're there. Have some salted caramel or chocolate chip gelato at Heavenly Treats. Say hello to the owner, Pam McGinty. Ask her about the little scar on her chin. She has a pretty amazing story to tell that she's always willing to share. Thank you for listening to Jeff Walker and Mr. B, presented by Winking Cat Tales. We'd like to thank our talented cast, Philip Kyman, Jessica Robbins, Sam Pettit, Adrian Serrato, Hannah Coleman, Ellen Dessler-Smith, Hilary Hines-Luthy, Max Lopezinski, Jack Anderson, Sarah Schweid, and Patricia Haynes Ainsworth. Winking Cat Tales is recorded at Top of the Hill Studios in Duval, Washington. This production is the property of Winking Cat Books. Any rebroadcast or reprint of this program without the written permission of Winking Cat Books is prohibited by law. Sweet dreams.